everybody, welcome. This is Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff, episode 12. We are on Martin Luther King Boulevard. It is opposite, parallel to Kelly Drive, correct, Chip? 100% parallel. I'm looking at Kelly Drive across the beautiful Schuylkill River. We're looking at rowers, we're looking at uh, dragon boaters, we're looking at a lot of people. And we're right next to the Adaptive Rowing and Cycling Center, which is an awesome place for people who. Um, Disabilities who like to row, like to cycle, they can go here, hop in the water, do some fun water sports, stuff like that. Um, this is one of my favorite roads, Chip. When we do the we do the loop. Yes. Right? The other side, Kelly, a lot of activity. I, I feel like that's where all the cool kids go. Right. And that's where like if you want to get noticed, that's you go because everybody's there. Uh, this is like the real runner side, I feel like, because it's it's kinda empty and uh, it's more shaded. You were talking right. about that earlier. And it's just, I, I think it's just a more interesting run. And once I was running. Also, oh, by the way, also as a runner, it, you might know this, and listeners might know this, I hate people. Yeah, of course. Right. You're a very misanthropic yeah. person. But when you run, you're even more misanthropic. 100%. Correct. Um, once I was running on this uh, side of the, the river, and I went up a hill, and I was going to go down another hill, and a car drove up to me. And the woman said, don't go down there. There's a rabid raccoon, and he's attacking people. Really? So yeah. let me ask you this. Did you go down there? I ran two miles out of my way to avoid the rabid raccoon. Yeah. I believed her when she said, there is a rabid raccoon death. But I don't believe it was a really attacking people. Yeah, that's, I mean, she may be embellishing. Right, I don't believe so. Um, we have a guest. We do. Uh, you know, the last few, it's just been you and I. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten a lot of negative feedback. Incredibly negative. People do not like the sound of our voices. The, the number one comment was, how about someone else's voice that isn't as horrible as yours? Correct. Right. That's a, that verbatim, that's what people said. So we brought in a pro, someone who's used to talking. Actually, somebody who's very good on a microphone. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome to our podcast, Kristen Herman. Hi. <laughs> I may be good on a microphone, but I'm terrible at running. Yes! That's good. That, that, we're just the opposite because we're both elite, elite runners. Right. Uh, we, we run at a very fast <laughs> clip, so hopefully you'll be able to keep up with us. It, by the end of this podcast, it might just be Jeff and I because we might just leave her in the dust because we're such strong runners. Right, we might just be racing. Like we end every run, like just like it's some sort of chariots of fire scene and we are just trying to win. Like who can run the furthest, the fastest without like crying. Well then you could just say that you tried. Like listen, we mm -hmm. took her along, she couldn't keep up. Right. Yeah. That's why we don't have a voice. This yeah. is gonna be called Kristen trying to keep up with Jeff and Chip right. podcast. Yeah, I mean, she may get attacked by a rabbit raccoon. We need to keep trucking. We're we professionals. We by the way, speaking of professionals, I should tell Kristen Herman, uh, the co-host of the morning show on 95.7 Ben FM. Correct. Is that correct, Kristen? That is correct. Yeah, yes. it's a newer show. We had the morning show start January 3rd, so we're in October. So far, so good. It's been fun. It's with Matt Ford, who is the 76ers in-house arena announcer and... He's worked at MMR for forever. Him and I worked together there. And yeah. Matt is a, like a Philly radio icon at this yes. point. Oh, big time. Because you go to any sort of Sixers game. Obviously, he's been doing the, uh, the, the PA there for years. But like when you listen to MMR, over the years, he's always on different shows, different times of days. He's very comforting. He was actually, I think, on MMR just the other day when Tom Petty passed away. He oh, happened yeah. to be at the station, jumped on with Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah, he's... Hold it, Tom Petty died. Oh no! Oh, are you just are you just hearing about this now? I'm very busy at work. I, I honestly, oh, should we? Tom Petty, the singer, died. The singer, yeah. Uh, should maybe do we need to cancel? Yeah, I can't go on. All right, I'm kidding. I knew Tom Petty okay. died. Yes, yes. I, uh, we've, been, we've been talking I, about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You uh, you tipped me off to the oh. four hour Tom Petty 
documentary on Netflix, which I've, I've, I'm an hour into now and I'm totally enthralled. Kristen, I guarantee whether you are a Tom Petty fan or not, or casually, I like Tom Petty. I, I, I wish I, I mean, I like him a lot, but 95% of my friends love Tom Petty and that's why I'm even more sad that he passed away. But there's a four hour documentary on Tom Petty. Watch it. What's it called? Um, running down a dream. Tom I believe Petty? so. I believe yeah, running yeah. down a dream. Chuck it out. Half hour a night. All right. Just put aside whatever else you're doing. Watch it. And uh, it's it's a Jeff and Chip Junk Miles uh, guaranteed bulletproof recommendation. Yes. What's it, what's one of your other favorite docs? Who had a favorite doc? I hate, music or otherwise. Oh, I hate the band The Eagles. Okay. I hate them. Yeah. But the four-hour documentary on the Eagles is fantastic. Why do they all have to be four hours? I know. That's the thing. Well, I think Eagles is three-something. But two other great docs. I'll watch the band Kansas. It's this horrible band from like the 70s or 80s. Sure. Great documentary. Hour and a half. Chicago, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Great documentary. About two hours. And then there's a band called 30 Seconds to Mars. Are you familiar? I am. Jared Leto. song out. Yes, of I course. I just heard it today. I'm not the biggest fan of the band, but... The documentary, it's called Artifact. It's about them battling the record company. Okay. Ooh, fantastic. Yeah, it sounds fun. Speaking of battling record record companies, I think we talked about this on the John Solomon episode, I'm Trying to Break Your Heart, the Wilco documentary. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So, Ben FM, mm-hmm. you like it. I do, yeah. Yeah. I've been there like six or seven years now. I was at MMR before for right. about the same time. and. It's great. We play anything you feel like. That's your tagline, correct? Yeah. Anything you feel like. Yeah. If you could play a song right oh, now, yes. You're just like I, I'm from the and, and what would you call Ben FM's uh, catalog? I mean, it's a lot of like '80s, '90s. Is that what we're yeah. talking? Yeah. '80s, it, '90s, very little today. Uh, some '70s, uh, kind of a mixed bag, but a lot of '80s. Okay, you're in the DJ booth right now. Do we still call it a DJ booth? The your studio. Let's call it a studio. Studio, yeah. Studio. You're in the studio right now. They call you in. They're like, "Hey, we need somebody." Uh, uh, you can pick any song from the catalog. What are you putting on right now? I always jump in with uh, Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Nothing compares to you. I wow. like bummer songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a good bummer song. Yeah, I like the sing-alongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a great one. I. Uh, very vivid memory of me in seventh grade not asking a girl to dance during oh. that song. All my friends, I was in seventh grade, and uh, you know, like had a crush on this girl. We were, at a, we were at a high school or you know middle school dance, and they asked me. They're like, you know, you got to ask her now's the time. And it was and it was oh. me just standing across, oh, listening to nothing compares to you, and not never going up and. She and still her. has not forgiven you for that. Probably, probably, probably is not. No. Right, and then the other, the popular boy went and asked her to dance during Mandinka, her other big hit, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, speaking of other hits, uh, Sinead O'Connor, I, have a gr- I only know two Sinead O'Connor songs, which is terrible. That's a like, shame, you should well, know I guess more. Mandinka, is that the other one? It's a great song. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, The Emperor's New Clothes. Great song. Do you know The Emperor's New Clothes? I don't. Oh, okay, it is, it is such a poppy, fun, yes. it's just such a sing-along song. Like, it is, as, as sad as that one is, it's, I mean, although the lyrics, I guess, are kind of sad, but it's just the most upbeat, fun song and I, I love it i'll spike it in one day and spike i'll put it, it out to yes. this podcast that would be awesome yes yeah now um we normally keep a very rigid schedule with our podcast we don't like to we basically just like to run get really serious but last time we put in a quiz yes Do you remember that chip we did we did a neighborhood quiz that jeff compiled he put together and he gave me a number of names of philadelphia neighborhoods because we were in maniac and i had to guess if they were a real Philadelphia neighborhood or a bad one. Like for example, uh, uh, so we'll, we'll give her two that are that I remember from here. Uh, nice town is that a Philadelphia neighborhood? Yes. Okay. How about Horror Town? No. 
Very, very see, 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 that's very good. good. So right. you're good at quizzes. So I'm thinking maybe before we head out and run, we're, we're actually, three of us are stretching right now. Yes. In various quads. states. I'm doing quads. Chip, you're stretching what? You're stretching your triceps. That's I weird. I really am. Well, yeah, Kristen, you're stretching your uh, gastrocnemius muscles. I don't muscles. even know what to Yeah, I don't. I, I'm just like bouncing back and forth. That's the fun part about running. Sometimes you see everybody like stretching crap. Yeah. Like, I better stretch something, right? Yeah. What's your favorite thing to stretch, Kristen? Um, my back. Back. Yeah. Nice. Torso twist. Torso twist. How about you? What's your favorite thing to stretch? Stretch. Um, sometimes my earlobes. They okay. get tightened up. It's they weird. Like, I have, a, yeah. I have a, a very weird degenerative disease yeah. about my earlobes. So yeah. My favorite thing to stretch? The truth. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, liar. Yeah. Jeez, Mr. Fibber. All right, so here we go. And I guess we could just kind of call it out. I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna throw these out, and uh, Jeff has not seen these. No. Uh, uh, these questions. How about I will defer to Kristen if she doesn't know. You'll jump in I'll and jump see in. if you can get it. Okay. Uh, these are five one-hit wonders from the 80s. Okay. I'm going to name the song. You see if you can name the artist. Okay. Cool. Now, some of them, I, I want to say... Can you name the artist and I'll name the song? Ooh. Ooh. That's I, pretty good. I think I... Yeah, I think I can... Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So All right. This is good. This is good. Uh, now, some of them are... I believe some of these had... I pulled them off of, of a list... They might have had other hits, possibly in other decades, but I believe this was like their big hit for this decade. So that's what happens. Okay. I'm not going to be the one to call you. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So uh, so you want the art, the artist, or the band, and then I'll you give like you the. You like I might do better that way. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one, Men Without Hats. Oh yeah. Any song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I see why. I yeah. Why? The quiz right. Because really they might have more than one. <laughs> or do you? Yeah. Uh, I could name a bunch. I just saw them. Safety Dance. I like the song Moonbeam a whole lot. I think you guys would love that. Um, oh, did you just say you just saw them? Yeah. On the street or like in concert? No, it was out at, I guess, the Borgata. Paul Ooh, and I okay. went for his birthday. It was called, oh, it was like a big festival of a oh. ton of people. So, oh, it's so they come on stage, do two or three songs. Yeah. And then, oh, that's awesome. Men Without Hats did three songs. Yes. And they were the Pop best. Goes the World, one of them. Yes. Yes. Pop Goes the World. Yes. And so great. That was amazing. See, what, other, what other bands besides of that really like... We're good. Oh. I mean, I could picture a couple of people mailing it in, like maybe like Corey Hart, Sunglass and Night goes up there, yeah. does it twice, and people yeah. are like, we get it. One of my least favorite songs of the 80s, Corey Hart's I Wear My Sunglasses During the Day. That was such a there, weird there's follow There's nothing up. exciting about it. There that. wasn't. I think yeah. he realized that. Yeah, he was phoning it in. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Um, who else is on that? It was like Modern English? Yes, they, they yes. melted with you how many times? Yeah. <laughs> At least three. Three. Um, they do, no lie, when they play in concert, they play it near the beginning. And then they play it like in the middle, but do a kind of a different version. And then they end with like, I forget what you call it when you, you know, like in a musical, you like musical. Finale? Yeah, like a finale. Encore? It's called, not like the coda. Maybe it is the coda where they have like little dribbles of the song at the end, all mixed into oh, like, like a, a medley. Chart. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Medley yeah. at the end. Okay. Yeah. It might be like a coda. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I, I'm not a, yeah. But uh, you got another one for us, Chip? Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go with uh, this guy, actually, I think up until recently, for many, many years, people didn't know this lived right in, well, technically in Philadelphia, in Chestnut Hill, I believe, Chestnut Hill. Uh, we're going with Bobby McFerrin. Um, don't worry, be happy. Nice. Very good. Yes. Very good. Definitely can't name a second on that one. That's no, right. no one Yeah, can. no, okay. Although he is a, I, I have a friend who worked for him for a while, he's a tech guy. He's like a world-renowned yeah. choral, uh, I think, director and producer and uh when you write, when you write it, what's the arranger, uh, composer, 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 composer. Yeah, he's like very like well renowned. You think of him as a one hit wonder, but he's uh, okay. How about this one, Midnight Oil? Um, how can we sleep when uh, beds are burning? Beds are burning. That's right. Beds are burning. She squeaked it out. Nice. <laughs> squeaked it out. All right. Uh, 
This one's a tough one. Uh -oh. I, I, I thought maybe if we did it the other way, you might get it, but yeah. this, oh, this no. one's a tough one. Now, he's obviously had many... Do you want to do this one the other way? Oh, that'd be fun. Mix it up. Let's so mix that it up. ruined your quiz? Mix yeah. it up. Okay. You might not even get this one. I don't I'll know. get Let's it. My God, right, Chip. You ready? You're a friend of mine. You got it? You're a friend of mine. I'll give you this hint, Kristen. Uh, this man is not known as a singer. A uh, uh, late gentleman. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. Can I get a hint? Yes. He's pretty sexy. Yes, very sexy. He's large and sexy. And you know what? He has a very famous boss. A or very famous boss. boss. Oh, Clarence? Clarence, that's right. Clarence, Clarence. Clarence right? You're a friend of mine. And Jeff, uh, oh, for thank bonus you. points. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. For, yes, you're a friend of mine. Uh, who who, who co-sang that? I don't know if he co-wrote co it with him, but who did he sing it Oh, about? that's a tough question. There's no way I would know it's Jackson S Brown. Oh, it's Jackson Brown. Oh, very good. you. And, okay, for double he bonus points. He watches a lot of documentaries. Double bonus points. <laughs> yes. What actress was in the video? Because they were both in the video, and there was an actress. I believe she was like painting. Oh, because see, I believe she was dating Jackson Brown. See, I would. Thing. That's that's like, I can't even like think of Daryl Hannah's name, but I guess that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's good. I I didn't go out when I was a kid a lot. I was I was a homebody. I just watched MTV. That's all I did. from pretty much day one. Yeah. Because I'm very old, 64 years young. Um, you should listen to Ben FM. I feel like I do you listen win to Ben FM. Yeah, stuff. I have kids, all so I have like my kids like the music you guys play, cool. right? And the thing that I do with them, I told Chip, like I want them to learn '80s music because it's so much better. The pop music was better then. Yeah. So like I will go on Google Play. I'll put in the Go Go's radio. So Go Go's radio will then play the Motels, Pat Benatar. Um, bangles and stuff like that. Yeah. So if we have the, this nearest my little device here, we can do that. Yeah. If not, listen to Ben. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That sounded like our catalog right there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Are, are we done with the quiz? We have one last one. Oh, all one right. Last one. Here we go. Uh, I will say that this artist. Now I'm surprised that, that this band uh, was considered one hit because I think there's actually a song. There's definitely a song I would assume much more popular than this one. Yeah. There's a Christmas song named Christmas Rapping. I believe. The Waitresses. You yeah. got it, The Waitresses. That's my what, favorite Christmas song. It's a great Christmas song. What was their big non-Christmas song? Ooh. Um, can you give us, give us a hint? Thanksgiving wrapping. Thanksgiving wrapping is it? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, it's, 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 it's a full sentence. Yeah, yeah. She's the singer, uh, I forget her name. She passed away recently. Yeah, she passed away Uh, she, uh, she has an opinion on something or she uh she there was a I'll give you, there was a Mel Gibson romantic comedy that oh was kind God. of the opposite title of oh, this to I a certain extent what women don't want okay so yes what? so she knows girls don't want I know I know what boys like I know I know what boys, boys like. like yes I know what boys like good song good song well. you got it right but the tune was a little off yeah it's true, yeah, it's true. I know what boys like yeah yeah it was <laughs> well, I'm just saying very monotone yeah yeah <laughs> Well, we actually auto-tune this entire podcast. Oh, we really do. So, it's yeah, fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we run? We've yeah, been, let's run. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we're going to take, take a break. break yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break. We well, are, I'm going to guess we've been here for 15 minutes and 24 seconds. Good guess, Chip. This is Podcast 12. We're at West River Drive. We're about to run with Kristen Herman, Ben FM's uh, 97.5. 95.7. 7. 95.7. Oh, oh! Everyone does it. Oh, so close. That's sports. Sports. We don't like sports. Sports are... Uh, not, not. We don't like sports right now. No. All right? We're going to take a break. Be right back. I know 
Chip and Jeff and Kristen. It's episode 12, and we're about to run uh, West River Drive. There's a lot of people getting ready to row and to dragon boat, and it's uh, Kristen's also a rower, correct? Yes, well, I was. I rowed in college. Four years. Temple. Temple. Yeah. Powerhouse of rowing. Yeah, big time. I was always amazed by it. I went to St. Joe's, and I just figured, here's the thing. My bias was, I'm like, I just figured, like, snooty rich kids' schools would be the best at well, rowing. you were the snooty rich kids' school. Not me. Oh, no, 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 no. You had a mansion next to our shack that actually was condemned, right. so we couldn't even go inside. We had to store our boats in a tent, and we're looking next to you guys. Yes. Yeah. I love. That's what I love most about rowing, that yeah. the class warfare has right <laughs> But no, when I first found out about rowing, my roommate did it. I just figured, like, Villanova and Penn, like, all the rich kids' schools, because I just figured growing up, rich kids did it. And then when I saw, like, temples, you know, men's eight, women's four, whatever, were just dominating. Yeah. Right? That's cool. Yeah, I never yeah. really thought of it like that. Yeah, usually it's kind of an uppity sport. That's what I thought. I think it's just location. Yes. As far as we go. You know, temple happens to be close to the Google, therefore we right. can put our shack there. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's start running. Guys. Here we Here go. go. Asbury's great, right? Oh my God. What did you? Uh, well, we're gonna get to this. You and your husband were at Asbury Park, mm -hmm. correct? Doing some like comedy thing or something fun. Yeah, they're shooting a music video for Nicole Atkins. Oh my goodness! Like, you know her? She went to my high school. What? Yeah, she? Nicole Atkins. First of all, amazing. She's like you know just one of the best singer songwriters out there. But like she she's singing on someone's new album I just heard on the radio, and she produced it. It was really good. Anyway, she's like the pride and joy of St. Rose High School in Belmar. Okay. And uh, she's like, you know, pretty well known, obviously, outside of uh, Belmar as well. But Asbury's very cool, right? Yeah, and the music video she shot at the Asbury Hotel, and it's gonna be mixed in with all these puppets and stuff. It's gonna be Whoa. really cool. Kevin. Kevin, Kelly, yeah. right? Oh, he's Kevin Kelly video. Oh, yeah. right. love Kevin Kelly. Yes, because I was gonna say, you say Philadelphia and puppets, who do you think? You think Kevin Kelly. Kevin yeah. Kelly. Who? Directed the video that you and I were in yes. for financial guru Greg Gethard. This right, year. The, maybe the number one most popular financial uh, video out there right now. Uh, one hands down. Right, but there were no puppets in it. Like, see, if Kevin came, I would have thought maybe he'd bring a puppet or two. He's the puppet master. So you watched the whole making of? I did. Yeah, it, it went kind of all night long. I slept for a couple hours and woke up, and it was all done. But we went to the pinball museum the next day. The Silver Ball Pinball Museum. I set two records. What game were you playing? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I took pictures of them. Um, one was like a sling, like a like a western. Yeah, like a western. Yeah, yeah. And then another one. I feel like it had mermaids on it, but that might have been the game next to me. Oh, I don't okay. Know. Yeah, we go there a few times a summer. It's awesome. Pay one price, chip. Go in there. I'll just sit there and I'll play Miss Pac-Man. I'll play Galaga. Oh, Galaga's a great one. And then I'll go Galaxian. Mm -hmm. My girls will play a little, um, what do you call it, air hockey? Sure. And then we'll play a lot of pinball machines. So the Asbury Hotel, pretty nice. Really nice. Right? Yeah, if you're headed down there, 
uh, it's awesome. I would I want to stay there next time I go. And then there's that dog restaurant really close, like on the same block. Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. Chip, yeah. we should do a Wonder Bar show. They have on Sundays, it's all dogs get to go in the bar. That and it's a very great. punny name. I forget what it is. It's like Sunday with dogs. I forget what it is. Oh, Bark Happy Hour. Yappy Hour. No. Yappy Hour. Yeah, yappy Hour. Yeah. That sounds, I, that's what I would do if I I think it's Yappy Hour. Yeah, it's great. Um, Chip, you bring, uh, uh, I'll, br I'll bring Stanley? Yeah, yeah, Stanley. I'll, I'll bring my guy maybe in some sort of like Hannibal Lecter. He, he's not good with other dogs. Your he's, guy's name is Hannibal Lecter? No, his name's Winslow. He, Winslow is the best. He's 16 and a half. What? Very old. He's he's a little cranky. He's not good with other dogs, but he's a lot of fun. Still a pain in the ass. Still, a, oh, want a good story? Quick story? Yes, Winslow. I first. was out walking Winslow last week. Beautiful, like the first really nice fall morning. And I'm just walking around the neighborhood, and he's just bending down to his little poop. And I hear my old neighbor Joe. You know, everyone has like an old neighbor on the block. The guy's been there forever, and he just yells out. Hey Jeff, are you gonna replace that dog when he dies? <laughs> and I and I just showed Joe, he's not replaceable, buddy. And he goes, Yeah, you know, they're they're filthy dogs. So they poop everywhere, and I just start walking away. Uh, I know. Joe, come on. I know. Buddy. I'm a Joe. You know. I hope he's not a listener. No, he's not. He's really not. I mean, he did, he probably couldn't grasp the technology. Um, yes, that's my guy. You have a dog. I do. Who's named after an '80s song by who, Chip? Oh, I'm gonna stump you! I'm so excited. I, I, and I know we just talked about it last week. Uh, uh, First of all, can, can you give me the initials? No, uh, Kristen. The dog's name is Gloria. And tell us a little about Gloria. Gloria is a almost nine-year-old pit. She Aww. turns nine November 13th. We give her a fake birthday. She's a rescue from Philly Paws. Philly she's, Paws. Uh, the cutest pity in the whole world. Although they're also cute. And she is adorable. She just wants to be loved and be on top of you all the time. That's and the best. She's actually a co-host on our show officially. She's got a bio on the website and everything. So it's Matt and Kristen and Gloria. That's <laughs> she fantastic. She gets more endorsements than either one of us. Like, Can she go into the studio and hang out with you, or? Oh yeah, she comes in twice a week. We oh. don't do it every day, but we do like usually Fridays, maybe Tuesdays. How do you not just while you're talking just keep saying "good girl"? Good girl. I'm petting her belly half the time, and the rest of the time, sometimes she barks, and we just kind of make it part of the show. She's really fun. Kristen, you know it's great. Chip loves dogs as much as I do, but right now he's just steaming because he cannot think of who sang Gloria, <laughs> and he, he can tell he's like, "I should know this." I'll give you like there was a song called Gloria. Yeah. Not the '80s hit by. Well, by them. Them. Or, or yes. Them, oh, I thought I was going to stump you. Yeah. Right. Them. Them. But you wanted to stump him twice while I still stumped? Right. The band was called Them. Their singer was... Uh, Van Morrison. Van Morrison, yeah. right. But this one, uh, she's more of like a Christian singer, I believe. Her initials are LB. Laura Brannigan. Nice. Oh, good. Look at clapping. I didn't know she was a Christian I think singer. she is. And if she's not, no one no one will look it up. No one really calls out on it. I'm pretty sure she was. Um, yeah, so dog, chip, Stanley, Gloria Winslow. Yeah. There we go. Great, um, very sophisticated names. Now... I know we don't like to do quizzes that much, but no. we have another quiz. We got another quiz. <laughs> quiz time. Okay. Uh, now, uh, Kristen, you mentioned obviously that you are a roller derbyist, roller derbier, roller derbian, skater player, skater, skater. player, uh, ginger bias. Very, very successful one. You've traveled all over the world yeah. uh, doing that. Uh, we are obviously elite runners. Yep. You, yeah. you obviously elite. know that. Uh, strive to be what you are. Thank you. Uh, so what we have here is I have eight names of either. A famous runner or a famer, famous roller derby skater. Okay. And you need to tell me if this person is a famous runner, distance runner, or <laughs> a famous roller derbyer. 
Okay. Right, let's go. Right. Here we go. First one, Roger Bannister. Derby. Oh! I thought like maybe he threw right. him over the banister. That's, that's, that's Chip. A good guess. Chip is pretty tricky with his. That's uh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Jeff, uh, who is Roger Bannister? He he's he is a claim at least one to claim to fame that I know. I believe he is the first guy to break the four minute mile. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and I believe he did it. He took like a final. He was mm -hmm. like in finals at his college that day yep. and just got off and then ran a I want to say three fifty eight. I believe. I, I think. Yeah, it might be closer to three fifty nine. And he did it while recording a podcast, too. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, his podcast isn't that great. He is very out of breath. But let's face it, he broke a world record. Yeah, so we'll give him that. Yeah. Next, Chip. All right. Now, runner or roller derby? Mm. Derbier. Crush Limbaugh. <laughs> derby. Very yes. good. Very good. All right. How about Paula Radcliffe? Runner. Yes. Yes, we got it. Paula Radcliffe's claim to fame, I believe, if you have like a... Um, like an iPad, iPod, or something like that, and you have the, like the running app, yes. and you have that beautiful English voice who tells you like, you I've just got it. that's her, yeah. right? Is that, her? Is that really her? Yeah, I mean, yeah. She talks to me every day. Then that's yeah, that's her, okay. right? All right. Kind of in love with her a little bit, right? Yeah. They switch right. it up a little, so like on, if you hit different milestones, you have different people. That It'll are like, be like hey, a different yes. Like I'm Kevin James, yes. mile three. Exactly. Now right. go get a stretch on. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. give you weird. Who, who would you like? Who would motivate you? Like out of the blue, like what celebrity or person you might know? Oh my God, just flying a plane over us. Okay, who would you like to give you a little inspiration while you're running? Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that wouldn't that be great? Would be a great one. Maybe he sing like a funny song, like yeah. about it, like running or something. Right? Yeah. What about you, Chip? You know, what I think it'd be a good one as you're running. Yeah. Like an ex-girlfriend. Oh. Just so you do it out of spite. <laughs> like you can't run this next mile, and then uh. you're like, yes, I can, and then it motivates you. Right. My new boyfriend can do this mile and this. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That that's the motivation you need. Yeah. You got another one, Chip? Yeah. Okay. Famous runner or roller derby. Miss United Skates. <laughs> Derby. Very good. Very good. Uh, okay, how about this one? Jeffrey Muay Thai. Runner. Yes. Runner. Very, very good, good. Very good. How about Norman Clockwell? Derby. She's getting it. She's yeah, getting it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're coming in for the close. Two more. Uh, and I want to make sure I, I get this right because I practiced this earlier. I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, uh, Meb Kaflesky. Meb Kaflesky. Runner. Yes. Very good. No one would name themselves that for an <laughs> yes. announcer and derby. Yes. Uh, Boston Marathon winner, as a matter yes. of fact. Meb Kaflesky. The Yeah, the last American to win the Boston Marathon. Okay. So. In 2014, I believe? Yep. It was right. It was the year after the Boston, um, sadly, the right, Boston right, Marathon. Yes. yes. Uh, so you bombing. guys just haven't run it? Is that what it is? Well, here's the thing. We've been in it a few times. Um, we like to give other people their, their day in the sun. All right, and I left the hardest one for last. So uh, now, runner or roller derbier? Skirt Cobain. <laughs> Derby. Very good. Very good. It's pretty good. Seven for eight. Nice. Excellent job. Yeah. Do, you ever, do you play some Skirt Cobain on uh, NFM? We do, yeah. We play yeah. A lot I'd, of imagine, I'd imagine a lot of Nirvana, right? Well, not a lot, but just, you know, a couple of their songs, right? Yeah. You know what we realized the other day, though? We played a clip from like an interview or something. We realized that his voice as a speaker is not recognizable. Like, you listen to Tom Petty talking. Yes. You know it's Tom, you know Petty. It's Tom Petty. But we heard this clip and we we're like, you wouldn't even know that that was him because we didn't have enough time to really acclimated to his voice or I don't know I it might not be a voice cue but it would just be very snotty and standoffish which yeah. is what I love about him yeah like you hear Dave Grohl's voice you know it because yes. he's on every documentary and yes. he's always talking mm -hmm. right <laughs> who else like what other voice like Madonna you would recognize her voice yeah I think you would because she had kind of has that faux British thing going on right now That's Laura Brannigan Laura Brannigan, she would just be talking about Gloria the whole time. Right, right. Or, or 
or Jesus, apparently, that we just liked. Why not? Why wouldn't you be a Christian singer person? Yeah. How did you get your start in roller derby? I was, um, I rode for Temple, mm -hmm. and then I graduated in 2006, and I didn't have a thing to do that was organized, oh. like as far as a team sport, and I always played that. Um, Were you so just sit sick of sitting down in a boat? You wanted to, like, do something like, hey, I've been sitting and rowing, why don't I roller a roller skate around. Yeah, right? and we mentioned that rowing is expensive, so yes. I should join a boathouse or something. I didn't have any money. And so, yeah, I, I, rowing is also really boring. It's it's just yeah. a brute sport. It's just right. strength, so it's nothing strategic. Right. And I ran into a derby player who handed me a flyer at the Philadelphia Tattoo Convention when I was there for radio. Mm -hmm. And my boss who I worked for at the time, Jackson, was like, you wouldn't do that. I was like, yes, I would. And I did. Wow, so it was a dare. Sort of. He's just like, you You would do that? I'm like, yeah. And Again, just like my ex-girlfriend thing, the power of spite yes. is very is a very powerful tool. <laughs> and how long did it take you to become proficient? Like, you probably roller skated as a kid. Yeah, we used to go every Friday night, do like the Mariah Carey song at the end. Nice. Couple skate. Couple skate. Hero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of couple skate, when I was in fourth grade, yeah. we our school would like rent out for on like a Thursday night would rent out the one roller rink mm -hmm. Young's Regency I think it was and it, you know you, the, every parent you know you would pay and it was like all the teachers were there and the kids and you know and we would skate and they did a, a double skate which is ridiculous because it's an elementary school it's just little kids yeah. and then parents but they but the guy doesn't know the DJ's up there he's like double skate and he did it to uh, Living on a Prayer which I think is it's more of an upbeat song yeah, not yeah, a romantic yeah. song but it's Living on a Prayer and there was this kid in my class who was kind of like the class bully, like he was the class clown, but he was this big kid. He was a year older than us because he, I think he had failed. And he was just this big kid. And I was happened to be standing next to him on the side, but we couldn't skate to Living on Prayer, which was like the biggest song in the world that time because it was double skate. We didn't have any skate with And he was, he, it was his favorite song. So he was like, come on. And he just grabs me and drags me along with him to double skate to Living on a Prayer. Couple skate, you and the class bully. Yes. That's kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, we had couple skate. I was too shy. And there were a lot of shy boys besides me. So when that was done, they had cup of noodle skate, where it would, I would go to the, me and a couple other shy boys would get a thing of cup of noodles, and they just let us skate around. Skate and around, you get some, yeah, I think that's a great idea. It was nice. We got nourishment, and we kind of felt like we belonged to something. I totally believed you until you I said you know. skated with it. I was like, oh, there's another side eating cup of noodles. <laughs> Although that was my favorite move, I, I think I talked to, earlier on air about not asking the girls' yeah, yeah. pants. Uh, when it was couple skate, when I would be in like middle school, all the boys, or at least all the loser boys like me, it'd be like, couple skate only, and we'd all just make our way to the arcade to play Miss Pac-Man or whatever, <laughs> just because like, oh, we're playing Miss Pac-Man, we don't have time yeah, to yeah, do yeah, this yeah, yeah. until that song was over, and then we could go back to skate. Awesome. All right, so we're done with the quiz. You did yeah, great. Should we go back to yeah, running? Yeah, we need so, to take a break? Oh, uh, yeah, let's take a little break right here. Um, we were running that whole time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why Chip, you would say, I, uh, should yeah. we go back to running? Well, Maybe we just stop running. Stop I running. Just keep running immediately. All right, we'll be back. This is episode 12. Junk Miles, Chip and Jeff and Kristen. West River Drive, Martin Luther King Boulevard.
full moon. Yes. Oh. Was, you know, you know where I'm going. I, I believe you're going to talk about it. Uh, you're going to talk about an ailment that you have right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was going to mention. A, uh, I thought you were going to mention full moon fever. Oh yes. Is that what you're? Is that really a disease? Well, it's an ailment. It's an ailment. Do you know what full moon fever is? I don't. Is it, that like the retrograde thing everybody talks about? No, that's a good, that's a good guess. It's actually an album oh. by Hello. a very famous American artist yeah. who, yeah, just recently. Yeah, just we mentioned recently, earlier. Just recently left us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Tom Petty. And I was talking to Chip about this earlier. Free Fallen. The song Free Fallen yeah. is was the first thing I I am assuming first single off of. Full Moon Fever, the album. The thing I was amazed about, looking back, like, he has, like, that album is just bursting with hits. Every song's pretty much a hit. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a Tom Petty solo album. Yes. No Heartbreakers involved. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. yeah. I would imagine you know a lot about stuff like that, being in the music industry. Well, he did Mud Crutch, too. Yes. Yes. More recent. Yeah. Actually, Matt had interviewed him. We played clips back on Monday when he passed, and... Um, he asked, like, he's like, well, are you going to play any, any Tom Petty? And, and he almost got yelled at for it. He was like, oh, he's like, I'm not going to yell at you, but no. <laughs> oh, wow. So Mud Crutch would not just end it with maybe a Patty song, no? No. And then he was like, he's like, and I know you guys are Mud Crutch, so you guys haven't played together for a while. So do you guys, like, travel all together in a bus? Or, like, how do you guys get to... He goes, well, we're not broke. <laughs> he just said... <laughs> That's a great... No I would have asked the same question. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you're the millionaire, but I'm sure the other guys are just struggling to get by, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, we've got, we've got <laughs> multiple buses and a jet. Like, he actually said that. <laughs> That's great. How long have you been in uh, the business of broadcasting? I started in 2005 as an internship. Okay. Preston and Steve. Okay. Um, so Paul had taken photos of Preston from Preston and Steve's kids um, for oh, okay. years. And so then Preston... Did Preston went, know that this was happening? Preston, no. no. It wasn't from like from his car distance, in the parking lot. Distance. They had done trading spaces, the show. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. And Paul's family was doing trading spaces. And so we showed up at their house for this big reveal of like the swap. Right. And um, Preston was driving by, saw the trucks for trading spaces, pulled in, and then didn't know anybody. Rochelle was like, hey, Paul! They oh. were talking. Preston's like, oh, we just left this station called Y100. We're going to this station called WMMR. We need an intern. Your communications. Yeah. That's how I started. So that was 2005. And then I've been at the same company ever since. Wow. That's great. That's, yeah, almost 12 years. I could have given you a much faster answer. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I find it fascinating. And is it a fun place to work? It's the amazing. Best? Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Now, when a famous musician dies, is there like just a... a an immense sadness, a miasma of, of sadness that just permeates the air of the radio station? Big time, especially right. with Petty, because he'd been through the station how many mm -hmm. times? Sure. So, so many times. So a lot of people like knew him pretty well. Um, but not only that, it's like a lot of work. As soon as that happens, it's like go time, and you stop what you're doing, and it's just finding all of the clips, all of the interviews, oh. playing the songs, and looking up, you know, anything you can as far as information, to because you're the news source at that point. They have a whole team dedicated to writing obituaries of people who aren't dead yet. Yeah. So they have. They have obituaries ready to go from like people who are like famous people like 50 years and up. Yeah. And then like super famous people like, let's just say it's like Ivanka Trump. Like they'll have her obituary ready to go. Right. Just Crazy. because they, they need to be. They need to be timely. Right. Chip, they have one for you. Do they? Yeah. I, I hope it's, I hope it's, uh, it's not positive. It's not flattering. It's not flattering <laughs> no. at all. Well, you know, hey, I live this life. I understand. <laughs> so do you guys have like stuff like, or I mean, everything's computerized, I guess. You just type in Tom Petty and kind of look and 
for like clips and stuff like that, right? And, I think it's just like the people that have been there the longest. Those are the people you go just like Pierre Robert's worked there like forty years or thirty something like that. Um, and then like the producers kind of know where everything is. But yeah, no, we don't have anything like that at all. We don't have enough people to assign that job. Yeah, it just in the you said twelve years, right? Twelve years. Two and five. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, so in twelve years, have you done? Has the technology changed a lot in these twelve years oh, for the studios? Good question. Yeah, um, thank you. So when I took radio in, at Temple, we actually, like, we had carts. We, like, we, yeah, yeah, we, sure. We tried it, you know, but we also were doing Pro Tools, too. Uh, but, no, we, we've updated our system a bunch of times. We started with this thing called Audio Vault, and then we moved to a thing called Wide Orbit, which is, like, a Google-based program that we play out of, um, and everybody hated it. So then we just switched to Zeta, which is not much better than wide orbit but they're all um it's just kind of the digital way that we play we still do some cds pierre plays cds all the time is it easy to just like go from like hitting a button like you know on on your your app for what you're playing and then being like oh no let's just stick a cd and like the just seems like it'd be hard switching technologies yeah well that's just kind of usually for interviews or old audio that you're just kind of or just a song that we would never play, but for some reason we're doing it. Um, but yeah, it's so easy. And when I think back to them having a different cart for every commercial, oh and I was production director for like seven years where I made the commercials for Ben, like, there's no way. That sounds like the worst job in the whole world. <laughs> and I loved my job. So there's the difference, I think. It's no work at all. Could you, is there any way to just, if you wanted to play a vinyl record, like during a set, is there a capability? Yeah, actually, we have an A track player that is attached to our board we, we play like every once in a while we do it on our show but uh pierre does like a vinyl cut every day oh and it's real show. vinyl he's just not so yeah. you can hear kind of like the the scratches and all that good stuff yep yep and we do vinyl weekends and stuff vinyl weekends chip i know you had something uh, about videos you wanted to touch on right oh yeah maybe we can end the show with a little video fun all right so video fun uh i, I was going back with my tom petty uh morning that i had uh, last day or so uh, one of my favorite videos of all time just totally jumped out at me when I was about eight years old was Tom Petty's Don't Come Around Here No More video. The yeah. Alice in Wonderland, right? Oh it's just, it's funny, it's weird, it's scary. It's, it just, when it, being eight years old and seeing that for the first, and like I was, I was very lucky. Like my parents let me watch MTV from the time I was young. And like all my friends are watching cartoons. Right. And I'm watching, I'm watching MTV. So like this is, I would just watch this over and over again as, as much as I could. But that was just such a great video. Any videos that stuck out for you? With that, when you were a kid, or even when you're a little older, that that just that really hit you. Laura Branigan. Laura, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Gloria, Gloria by Laura Branigan. Really, yeah. Kind of really took it to where I needed it to be in life. I think that. Yeah, I think that's because a good one. like yeah. it's Gloria. You know, it's sure. about her and, sure. and everything I yeah. loved about women yeah. and Gloria. They really touched upon. Yeah. I thought um, I'm watching a Tom Petty doc. He mentioned the one video he did. I can't remember somebody. Uh, young Donnie, Johnny Depp started oh, it. Yes, uh, into the great wide open. Into the great wide open. Great video. The video, the interesting story. You'll, you'll both, I know, will watch the, the doc because I told you to. Um, but that video is over seven, close to eight minutes long. It's and, a very long. And when video. they made the video, they were cognizant of that. The song's only about four minutes long, three or four minutes long. But they dragged it out and they like pretty much played the song almost twice. You know, yeah, they just yeah. added things. And um, they were concerned. The record label like, no one's going to play this video. And Tom Petty's just like, just, just, uh, just make the video and just send it to him. Don't, don't tell him how long it is. And I, I bet it'll work. And the A and R guy or whatever's like, yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah. And guess what? Totally worked. Totally worked. Yeah. Because they they sent him the video. They were so hot for a new Tom Petty video. They just played it. And he's like, no one ever mentioned how long the video was. 
and it was like one of their most popular videos. Well, and it also told a story. It was one of those exposition ones where do you yes. know do you know the video at all? No. It's it's a great video where it's you know, into the great wide open is about uh, a young singer who you know comes up through and it, but it's Johnny Depp is the singer and it goes through like him moving to Hollywood trying to make it big. He's nobody and then he becomes and it's like the arc of his career where he becomes this big this big rock star. Yeah. And then hits rock bottom. Yeah. He gets eaten by an alligator. Yeah. It's so it's weird, weird, right? Why do they keep doing that? And then Paul Hogan just, like, jumps in. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. weird. It, I know. Paul dies. Hogan, he was in so many movies and videos back then. Yeah. Where he, he just... So much death. Yeah. Do you remember... You're, you're much younger. Must be nice. Youth. <sighs> Chris, I'm sorry. I was just, I was just relaxing about you. Um, what do you remember? Like, the first time, you, like, you saw a video for a song and you're just like, oh, my God. This is it. Like, this is something I really, really speaks to me. I'm the worst person for this question. Yeah, I not... never watched music videos. No, yeah, so I was one of those kids that was not allowed, not allowed to watch, to watch. MV... Okay. So where Paul brings them up all the time, right? I never, and I, I was really like, I was really into Broadway musicals. Oh, as there a kid. you go. So I mean, like, I was just in my room singing to Les Mis my entire. Now, did you? Would you go see? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I would try to. Okay. It's like life's cruel joke. I love uh, it so much, but I am can't, not can't. talented. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the like all I want to do is in life? I just want to be a good drummer. I'm the worst drummer. Uh, Are you? Oh, horrible. You yeah. can't train for that. No, you can't. I, I What's trust that movie it. with um, Miles oh, Teller. Yeah, Miles Teller. Um, the Whiplash. 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 Yeah. Whiplash. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because I I don't know what that's like. I'm so good at everything that I do. I just like I'm just very natural. And so I I wish I had those those my those, yeah. those blocks that I have to get over right but I'm you don't so, i'm so naturally gifted athletically musically it, it, comedically comedically everything just always goes my academically way. sure absolutely spiritually yeah now okay uh what were so like like that tom petty video was big for me the dire straits video the money, money nothing, nothing yeah, like yeah. change my life the aha video take, uh, take on, on me, me. Yeah. and then we literally in first grade we had uh, there was a phone chain with the moms in my first grade class that whenever Michael Jackson's Thriller would come on, uh-huh. they would call each other so the kids could turn on and watch Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's amazing. So that like changed my life. But so what were the what were the musicals when you were a kid yeah. that were like you heard you mentioned Les Mis, but what were the other ones that Miss like, Saigon maybe? Uh, actually, that's like a recent one. I only saw that oh, okay. over the summer for the first time. Uh, but I've always had the soundtrack. That's the thing. I always had the soundtrack. Never actually saw, saw. them until oh, yeah, I was yeah, old yeah, enough. Yeah. To- Get myself there. Like, I, where did you grow up, Crystal? I grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania, Exeter, near the the pagoda. Very near. That was where yes. everybody like went up to either like smoke or make out yes. or whatever. Yeah. Wilson High. Uh, close to us. They were always really competitive with us in soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Rainey. Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Speaking of Bulldogs, Mike Rainey, comedian Mike Rainey, and I, uh, we went out to Shady Maple, and then we decided <gasps> to drive up to Reading, and we went to the pagoda, and we took our picture. We took a selfie of us, you know, overlooking Reading. And we're like, isn't L.A. beautiful? And everybody thought we moved to L.A. <laughs> but it was, it was ready, Pennsylvania. Uh, also, home of the Exeter Diner, by the way. Yeah, I know yeah. the Exeter. We used to, uh, on our way up to our family reunion every year, we used to stop the Exeter Diner. And That's- Shady Maple, like... If you haven't been. I haven't. Oh, oh we should do a podcast from Why don't we Shady go Maple? there? And yeah. like we'll grab a donut, whatever you eat at Shady Maple and just run around. You eat whatever it? you want at the Shady it's, Maple. It's, a big, everything. it's just a place everything. to eat. None of it like really great food, but any kind of food you can imagine. It's a smorgasbord. And eat, dinner and lunch are, are good. Breakfast is when you have to yes. eat. Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I'm a breakfast guy, so yeah. maybe that's where I, I would need to. Yeah. We could do a breakfast podcast from there. I think so. I think it'd be great. What idea. town is it in? Where is the Shady Maple? That's in Lancaster. Oh, yeah, it's right close here. to Lancaster in uh, 
Morgantown. That's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, close yeah, yeah, right right off the turnpike, kind of. And they actually have a really good Morgantown, like, Goodwill near there. If you go in there, oh. and then there's, like, this mix of Amish and Mennonite clothing yeah. with real people clothing. Wow. Not that they're I, not real people. Ah. I like Goodwill. I'm, I'm a little, you know, I like finer things. So I go to Great Will. Is that what you it's do? A that's a little nicer. It's a little classier secondhand clothing. That's right. that's a mm-hmm. that's a good idea. That's good. that's why you're a little bit better than the two of us. A little bit better. Uh, now, uh, uh, are you still a big Broadway fan, or is that? Oh yeah, big time. I um, what's your what's well, your even big, just speaking you... with the Kinky Boots people today, yeah. I'm yeah. thrilled. Yeah, yeah. I um I nerd out all the time, and every time some one of them comes through through Kimball Center, Broadway, Philadelphia, I'm always like, "What's your dream role?" And I want to hear what they do. Like, um, so Paul, like Paul, really likes the Don Quixote. Um, uh, my favorite of I I think Hamilton's ruined everything for me because I love Hamilton. Sure. I, and I, everything pales in the comparison, or is that not as much? Just like as far as the recent musicals, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's so good. I actually last year my birthday's coming up on the fifteenth of October, and last we year we get the hint. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> last year for my birthday, I said to my sister, "I'm like, let's go see Hamilton." And so we just we took a mega bus. We got there Friday night. We arrived at eight p.m. Friday night. We camped out from that moment oh until Saturday's matinee, and we were front row center. Wow. You can do that? You can do I that. Know that. People yeah. don't think you can do that, but you can. They have standby tickets. So you know how they do that lottery? Yes. If someone wins the lottery, it's $10 tickets. Right. So they pay for them, obviously. Yeah. But if they don't actually show up, then those tickets go up for grabs right before the show starts. Wow. See, people learn stuff in this podcast. Yeah. You can actually go see Hamilton. Now, yeah. it's like a... I think it's one ninety nine for those tickets, so it's still a good amount. It's not That's like you get ten dollar tickets, right? right. But it, they are great seats. So we had front row center, and then because there were two of us, you can take another person. So I got Paul in, my sister got Paul's twin brother oh, Brian in, wow. and they got center orchestra, and then we switched it. Oh, wow. And was Lin Manuel Miranda was he this, in the performance? No, no, no. So we by by the time October of last year, most of the original cast. Um, or at least the big players were not still in. But. Right, it was local children. Yes. Yeah, which is a little disappointing, but, you know, hey, they're trying their best. Wicked? Not a fan. Not a fan. I've fallen asleep at Wicked on Broadway. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not a fan. I saw it with my kids who loved it, and we listened to the soundtrack way up and back. I didn't really like it. Now, yeah. some of, there are some good songs. I like Popular. I like Defying Gravity. Yeah. I love Defying singing Gravity to that one. But the show, the yeah. plot, oh. Yeah. I actually, I avoided the... Sorry, Kimmel Center, but I sort of avoided them because I was afraid that they would have me interview, and I didn't want to lie. Oh, yeah, you could agree. Yeah, 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 I didn't want to be like, you should see the show, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to encourage them. Uh, School of Rock. I've never seen it. I, I went this past summer. Fantastic. Love yeah. the movie. It's, you know, the movie basically, it was built for Jack Black. It's everything he's good at. Yes. Right? Yes. And the guy who was in the Broadway version might have been just as good. Really? Yes. It know. was great. Uh, the last one I saw, which is going back a few years, uh, which I was a huge fan of, and I'm, it's, I'm totally, uh, uh, I got it, Book of Mormon. Uh, Book of Mormon. That, uh, have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good? Yeah. Like, actually, is, it, is it the music's good as well? I think as it's just the, the humor. Oh, okay. Yeah. You and I can see where it's not it. for everybody. Yeah. yeah. But it's for you. Like, just from okay. what I've, I've known you for an hour now. Yeah, we're close. I think you would really enjoy it. It's so funny. What is the best music not necessarily the best musical but the best music from a musical like if you had to put a soundtrack on from a musical and be like this is the best this is what you had to an alien comes down says Kristen what is a musical what is music from a musical that I would like what would you give him oh my god that's too hard right too hard of a question really hard to know. I'll, 
I will say the Music Man or Oklahoma. So you're or a classic those, those guy. Are, yeah, like I, I Rogers and Hammerstein Yes, type, also uh, didn't admit, I grew up, my brother, the blonde-haired wonderkin, he was one of the reviews <laughs> written on the local paper about my brother. Really? He was nine years old, first musical he's in with Shenandoah. Okay. He could sing like nobody's business. He was like the smallest kid, and he was also an amazing athlete musician. Pain in the ass to grow up with him. He's <laughs> 10 months older than me, Irish twins. He's like... This guy goes, hey, we're having tryouts. We need a kid for a local production of Shenandoah. My brother goes, I'll do it. Walks in there and he sings like one of the songs and he just like nails it. Bobby Byrne, the guy's like, you're in. Like, that's it. Sent every other kid home crying. Really? And then from that day on for like 10 years straight, my brother was in every musical known to man, every high school musical, every, he was the star of everything from Jesus Christ Superstar to like Godspell to like anything. So me being a little brother playing in the summer and it'd be like, Hey, Jeff, I know you're about to play Manhunt with your buddies, but guess what? You have to go to DJ's play. Oh, and my parents oh, went to every performance of every show he was in. Oh, so and you had to go to, too. I went to, I would say, 80% of it. Oh, wow. So I, you I know a, a lot of musicals. I know. I, know yeah. like, I used to sing to get my brother ready for Shenandoah, the duets. I would sing one part, and he would sing his part. Yeah. And I'm horrible. But he would be like, oh, you're fine, Jeff. But just so he could get it down. Yeah, so you could get it down. So I know a lot of, like, you know, the Fantastics and all these, like, old school things that my brother was in. And I think I got to the point where I was so burnt out for, like, most of my adult life. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to see you're any musical. Well, you're, like, you're naming the Fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah. Try yeah, to <laughs> remember the sweet September. I, you, <laughs> listeners can't see this, but Chris and I are crying, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah, so... I'm just I, impressed. Yeah. I was in, uh, I, I did the musicals all through high school. Yeah. That was my big thing. And uh, I was cast as a freshman, which is very rare, uh, a freshman in in Bye Bye Birdie. Oh. Uh, uh, and I got to be with all, you know, because usually you're freshman, you're in with all the, you know. I was, be, for the sole reason that I was the littlest kid there, oh, okay. I got I got cast as the little brother in Bye Bye Birdie. What was so, his name? Uh, Randolph McAfee. Oh, Randolph nice. McAfee. Only because I was short and tiny and I looked like I was eight. Uh, but... It took three months, you know, the production, you're doing all the rehearsals. In those three months, that was the biggest growth spread of my life. Oh, <laughs> By no. the time the show came... Six foot eight. I was literally like... Yeah, I was like... I, I grew six inches. My voice totally dropped. I was taller than the guy who Maxwell here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's what I... Uh, and, and I thought that they were going to replace me oh, because I went through puberty during that uh, that time period. Were, but, you, yeah. were you Chip or Paul back then? I was, I was always Chip. Always Chip. Yeah, always I, I like chip. to pretend, in my mind... You were Paul till one day, do like an accident happened, and then you turned into Chip. Right, exactly. I don't know if you know this. That, that is my real name too. Your husband's real name and my real name is Paul Chantry as well. I'm Paul the Third. Hold on, what? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you just learned this. Yeah, most people. I, yeah, I guess some people don't know that. I just thought you had like I don't know, like golf parents or something. Yeah, like kind of bougie. Growing parents. No. That's what I thought. When I first no, started. no, de definitely not golf in our family. We, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a golf fan. Uh, the, but no, but they. Uh, I was. I'm Paul the Third. So oh, I was a week old, and one of my aunts said I was chip off the old block, and they're like, "We're gonna call him Chip," and then I've been Chip ever since. Did what? you love Beauty and the Beast? Like that there was chip? a little Chip. No, I hated it because I was like in, I was, I guess I was in high school by the time like yeah. the movie came out. Yeah. I was like, oh, chip. And, uh, yeah, so it's not like he's like me. It's he, like, oh man, uh, they're gonna call me that. The, yes. Exactly. Now your husband's real first name is Chip, right? Paul's, <laughs> it's and so then weird. they call him Paul's a nickname. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's like a circle of life. Like, it really it's is just weird that. Pauls and chips meet each other and, and like it's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this has been um, musical talk with Chip and yes. Chris and Jeff. Basically, it's a running musical chat podcast. It now. is. I find, I love it. I love talking about like stuff like this. Sure. 
that you find out that I have no musical talent, you have some, mm -hmm. and you've striven to have some, but it's just not in the card. Not at all. But you can still like it, right? Sure. It's... Are you allowed to sing out loud that you're in the car with Paul, you're driving around? Can you belt one out? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I mean, he won't like it, but yeah, yeah. it is sad because like, I can picture myself yeah. on the stage. Yeah, like, yeah, I sure. we took all the dance lessons. I can do everything right. except I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> you could dance, though. I am average she, at best. Yeah. She can dance if she wants to. Oh, oh nice. She can sad. leave her friends behind. Um, Kristen, every weekday morning, 6 to 9, Ben FM. Can you get the station? Yeah, 95.7. There you go. Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. Ben FM. That's always where yeah. it is. Uh, but, uh, by the way, uh, Kristen, in, uh, if you want people to follow you on Twitter yes. or Facebook, oh, where would yeah. they go? Please follow me. I have no followers. No. At Kristen Philly. It's really easy. Kristen oh, that's with easy. an E. Kristen with, with an, an e, e, Philly with a Y. Y, yes. Kristen with a Y. I'm, I'm guaranteeing that because of this podcast, you will get a bump of at least two. I'm going to say two people. Two people. Two, two people. Three people. Yeah, we're, we're not very, very far reaching. I'll very take high. them. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kristen. Really appreciate you joining us. Chip, thank you for joining us. And we'll be back. This was Junk Miles, episode 12 at lovely Martin Luther King Boulevard, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Good night, everybody.